Hi, my name is Tristan. I'm the founder and CEO of Bridge the Gap Football. Bridge the Gap exists to create football communities across the UK. We're launching a brand new series called BTG Talks, which looks at stories from footballers and other leaders from across the country, looking at life, football and faith. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Let's dive in. I grew up in Southampton. I don't really remember a time where I wasn't fascinated by football or in love with football. Like football was everything to me right from the word go. Um, my dad is, is and was a passionate Liverpool fan. Gerard was my hero, so I was trying to be Steven Gerrard every every game. Obviously, grew up in Southampton, so I wanted to get in the Southampton Academy. Signed up for the academy. And then I went right the way through the ages at Southampton from the under eights or nines, I think it was at the start, right the way through to getting in and around the first team. So I went through the whole process. It's really cool, obviously, because I'm living in Southampton, the, the guy in school, everyone's, you know, he might be a footballer and stuff like that. But to be honest, at that stage, I never, ever felt any pressure. Like I was just enjoying it. I think my dad, really believed in me and I felt that and I think my dad thought that I genuinely had a chance to to make a career out of this so all I wanted to do on a Sunday was go and be with my mates and go to parties my dad would say no you're going to football something within me was like driving me and if I'm being perfectly honest I knew I wasn't as talented as some of the other guys at Southampton so I knew that I had to do more in terms of my I had to work harder I had to be fitter the things I could control I really needed to like hone in on that I remember that moment of getting offered my first professional contract. It feels like you've made it. Me and my dad got pulled into a meeting with, um, it was actually the CEO of, of the club and the academy manager explained um, that they wanted to offer me a professional contract. I remember like shouting in the meeting in front of like the club CEO and like punching the air. My dad did the same. So that was an amazing moment. Pretty unprofessional moment, but amazing moment sort of then went into the 23 setup, into the first team, training with them, and things started getting a little bit more serious. I remember we were 3-0 up uh, away at Crystal Palace, and it was like 15 minutes to go. I was jogging up and down the side, and I was like sprinting in front of like, and I was like, put me on, like, <laughs> please just put me on. Yeah, and then I got the call. Honestly, the, the quickest changeover of bib to shirt you would have ever seen. Got my top on. Um, ready to go yeah came on and I got 15 minutes I think 10-15 minutes um, which was in the Premier League it was amazing like such a cool moment my family were in in the crowd so I was sent on loan I went on loan to Wickham Wanderers funnily enough the club I'm at now but um, they were in a very different position they were like scrapping at the very bottom of League 2 like 35 year olds elbowing me in the head on corners and stuff like that it was like very very different Got myself stuck into it. Had a great season. Got player of the season. Um, and then I went on loan the next year to Walsall, which was in League One. I did like the exact same. I played every minute of every game. Got player of the season. And then the club saw fit that they would sell me, which is probably the first stage of my career that I'd had some kind of rejection or had to deal with like a setback. Because I really thought I was going to break through at Southampton. I ended up signing for Barnsley. This is kind of where it, it changes for me. Um, so first of all, it was a big step for me to move up north. 
within the first month or two, about two months of me being there, lots of things was going on off the pitch. My uncle passed away. He was a big inspiration to me. I was held at knife point outside a football ground. I was assaulted in a nightclub. My wife's car got stolen. Lots of different things were going on off the pitch. I was thinking like, when's what's the next thing going to be? What's the next thing going to be? It was crazy. Now I really had realised that all my joy and all my like my identity was in football. Mm. Everything I got peace from was in football. It now had become like a thing that I needed to be going well because if it wasn't going well, I knew that things off the pitch they weren't pretty, and uh, my mind was like not in a good place. Um, football had become like um, an escape for me. So I came out of the team and all of a sudden that safety blanket had been pulled away from me. And all of a sudden it was like, once that had been pulled away, it was like, well, who are you? And I started to really ask them questions, I think. I didn't really want to speak to people. I isolated myself. I didn't want to go into football. I didn't want to train. That's why I started knowing that something was probably up with me. Funny enough, there was a guy who was my teammate who I got on really well with at Barnsley called um, George Monker. And uh, he was Christian. Every time I saw him, he was just like, I always say he was annoyingly happy. Like almost like I was to think he was a bit of a phony, if I'm being honest. Like you can't be that happy all the time. But he was genuine, like he was being genuine. And he used to uh, share like scripture with me. He used to tell me that God loved me, that God had a plan for me. I envied his peace, if I'm being honest. I envied his peace. But it wasn't enough for me at the time. I guess because of the bad time at Barnsley, I um, I wanted to get back down south. I wanted to be closer to family, and um, I ended up signing back at Wickham Wanderers. I thought nowhere better. Through this whole Barnsley process, I would say of going up north, I really realised that football was my god, mm. and that everything I placed my hope in, everything I placed my happiness in, was football. But really when that stripped away which happens in life who, who are you where's your identity i wasn't brought up in a christian home i wasn't brought up around um faith but yet i felt god knocking on my heart and i felt god was calling me i met i met i met the lord jesus christ and how i met him was a really really special radical way first of all it was very secretive i didn't really want anyone to know that i was delving in to Christianity or that I was asking questions. I was a bit embarrassed, like I didn't really want, I don't know why, I don't know why there's this perception, but I, I, I don't know whether I maybe saw it as a bit of a weakness or whether I just thought it was a bit odd, like a bit weird. And in football, I think in life in general, there's like a big perception around church, around, around God. And I didn't want to be known as one of them people, <laughs> funnily enough, right, sat here right now. I didn't want to be known as one of them people. So I was very secretive and I started to go on my own journey with it. I remember I'd go to the toilet on my own and I'd pray, like and I'd ask God to reveal himself to me and to show me if he's real. So I was in my car driving on the way to go swimming. I heard a voice. God spoke to me. He said, Jason, I'm proud of you and I love you. Really simple, really short. But the Bible says he calls us by name. I'd not read the Bible to this point. So I didn't I didn't know what I'd just heard. I even checked my shoulder because I thought someone was in the back seat. I made a commitment to the Lord. I gave my life to, to Jesus. I made a commitment to him. 
and then since then really I've been I've, I've been all in I wanted to tell everyone I was telling my mum my dad my, my partner and I can tell you honestly they thought I'd lost the plot <laughs> they thought I'd joined a cult all sorts like crazy I had to go through many different conversations were hard to navigate with um with friends with parents about what had just happened to me life is unpredictable um and you need a solid foundation and jesus has become that for me and as a result of that i believe that i i have a purpose in football but football doesn't define me i think football is unpredictable football is amazing it's a it's an amazing sport but it's a terrible god so now I'm excited going into football games. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it's completely changed my whole my whole mindset. Alpha was brilliant because it unpacks all the questions that probably all of us have. And the amazing thing about Alpha is you have time to discuss that. And it really helped me at the start just get a foundation and an understanding and a knowledge. And I'm now seeing that happen in, in Bridge the Gap, which is why I'm so passionate about it. And why I am honoured to be coming along as an, as an ambassador. I just get real excited about people's lives being transformed, seeing people one way and then seeing them another because I know it happened to me and that's what Bridge the Gap is doing and that is why I'm excited and that is why I'm looking forward to seeing what the, what the Lord is going to do.